Now, this is definitely a topic that I, I, like I said, I really wanted to do. And I put the prompts out there to the listeners and things like that to sort of see where everyone else is at. And the responses I got, I, I thought were really interesting because I asked, I said, do you ever experience struggles with your mental health? And in that question, 84% of people said yes. And I just was like, well, this is mind blowing. This is something that yep. so many of us are experiencing, but then so many of us are still scared to talk about. So, yep. okay. But then I thought, okay, because for me, for example, my answer is yes, your answer is yes. Yep. But then you get someone like, and I've got permission from Damien to say this, Damien, my husband, don't get me wrong. Damien has moments where he's having a yep. shit day and he has time. He's a human and he has his moments. Yeah. But I asked him straight out and he initially went to, you know, say, oh, yeah, I guess I do. I said, but do you think that you do? And then he thought about it and he's like, no. He says, no. more often than not, I don't think I do. He's, he lives a pretty carefree life. Lucky him. Yep. He still has his shit he has to deal with, but it doesn't weigh on him yep. anywhere as much as it weighs on you. Nowhere like it weighs on me. So there are people who, who live like that. There's nothing yep. wrong with it. They're still feeling yep. emotions. But I think that's interesting. But there's a lot oh, more absolutely. people like you and I who go, okay, this is something we're quite aware yep. of. It's a big part of our life. The next question I wanted to ask people is, okay, between like you and I, is this something you deal with most of the time or some of the time? For me, some of the time. Yep. You, most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. Yep. In that responses, 47% of people said some of the time. So I'm in the minority here. 53% of people said most of the time. So that was, in I thought it would be the other way around. I yep. thought most people would say, it's only just some of the time. But it goes to show you, most people, this is a constant struggle for them. Yeah, And I, th I was like, that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, for, for years and years, it's been one in five people is that being diagnosed with, with now, something. Now, what's you, I, this is what I wanted to ask you, and I've been trying not to ask you this for the past couple of weeks. Yep. So I wanted to, but I'm like, no, yep. I want to ask you on air so we get the actual yep. uh, thing. What do you think the difference is between like being diagnosed and not being diagnosed? Like this. Is there a big difference? Like just because you haven't been diagnosed with having depression, where is that line? I think it's a it's a very irrelevant thing. Yeah. I think because it kind of, for some people, it can be a relief to have an answer. For mm -hmm. others, it can be a label yeah. that then pigeonholes it and sends them down a different spiral. Yeah. So um, all of a sudden you, you find out, someone says, the doctor says you have... Uh, you know you've got anxiety and you're like well i have anxiety and that's all you can think yep. about and you can't move because you said yep. something interesting to me when i i actually asked you the question because once again years and years in a friendship still learning to this day i had to ask lee i said what's the technical what what term should i be using for someone like yourself do you, is it a mental health problem is it a mental health issue I, I i didn't know if there's like taboo words that i can't yeah. say like this whole world like oh tiffany don't say the wrong thing people will kill you and you were said to me like well no like all the names are relevant like some people might have names they don't prefer like that's yeah. fine but but then you said to me and you'll let you just des describe it but you said something that really stuck in my brain about people ident not identifying themselves as a yeah. disorder yeah exactly it's it's very easy to if you've got schizophrenia mm-hmm not be to not be labeled as schizophrenic yeah like you're just you're just nothing. someone with schizophrenia you're not yep. schizophrenic like you're, you're more than just it yeah it's it's you're not like and you're not even with depression as well you're yep. not depressed you suffer from depression okay it's little you're, things you're like more that, than that, yeah. that the language this day and age has been 
sort of been warped and people are using words when they sort of shouldn't be yeah. or to, to label people. Yeah. And all that does is just make it so much harder for them to deal with it because they identify as something not with something yeah. that no, you can that, actually deal with. That was really interesting for me. But, like, you know, still think, like, I'm still learning. Like, I don't, I don't like the idea of explaining, like, oh, like, no, Lee has a mental health disorder. I don't like saying that. Because, yeah. like, for me, it doesn't feel right. I, I, I'm being all protective over something over you. It's not yep. even mine. I don't have a right to be protective over it, but yep. I don't like it. And I, yep. I wouldn't like it. So I think it's very individual of what labeling you like and things like that. But, but I had to ask you because I was like, I don't know what I can and can't say. I just have my own opinions yep. of it. I didn't know if, if I was overstepping a line. It was just you have to learn. Yeah. And it's also funny because, like, you wouldn't say that. It's like if I've got a cold. You say Lee has a cold. You <laughs> yeah. wouldn't think twice about that. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's so is it bad to have this stigma? Am I, am I backwards? Like you know? No, I, it's, I it's, don't know. It's just it's just the way it is in society at the moment. It's yeah. so it's sort of it's something that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. But then also sometimes when you talk about it that you have it, it's almost like oh, it's Makes not real. It, yeah. Like it's it's not a real sickness. It's not a real disorder. Okay. And that's where people like can yeah either oh, just suck it up, just feel, just look at the bright side, things like that. It's like, like you can't have it both ways. Like yeah. you can't look. I'll be like I'll be honest because I think this is an important conversation, and it's my job as the person on the outside to give thoughts that have gone through my head. I've always thought like I've had these thoughts before in the past where I've had someone you know say that they're feeling really depressed, and a part of my brain has thought I'm like, well, come on. Like, really? You know what I mean? We've all done it. I know. And I'm trying, you know, from our our conversation, I'm trying my best not to think about that because there's nothing worse. Just because I don't see that issue as being this intense, it doesn't mean that it's not. Like, I've learned that is that we can have very different experiences from different freaking things. But I have felt that way before. And it's one of those things that people like myself – it's also with the, the the topic of like suicide and things like that is that you can get a bit like people just see it as an attention thing. Yeah. Whereas I've learned from talking to you, most it is it is not. It's someone actually trying to communicate something with you, and I think everyone has a right yeah. to take it seriously. And it, from that moment, if someone admits to you that they're struggling, even if you don't understand, this whole toxic positivity of like trying to be oh yeah but it's not too bad it, does, that, it doesn't do anything for them and that's the thing as well it's like i still remember i think i wrote this in one of my blogs it's like when i was when i was struggling and sort of trying to speak out and also wanting to speak up you notice how people talk yeah and what their language is yeah. and, it, and if they're too blase and it's very much you're yeah, like throwing oh, like and they'll say phrases like oh, i want to nick myself and to yeah. just everyday situations, just that over dramatic. You, you sort of start to pay attention. Like, okay, I can't open up to this person because. Yeah. No, I thought I thought about like this that. because, like, I'm guilty of it. Like, yeah. I am very dramatic, and I've waited for you to call me out, and I've, I've even said to myself, like, I say, like, if I can kill myself all the time. It's not funny. Yeah. I do it, and I've had to have conversations with you, and you've never been too like harsh on me. Like Tiffany shouldn't say that. But I have learned, I've heard, like, I'm like, okay, I need to stop. Like, that's yeah. not a, 
a joking thing to say. But I still do. Like, I still not maybe that exact words, but like, yeah. I, I'm like, I've had to watch that. And you've, yeah. you've never lectured me about it, but just from our conversations, it's just made me, you've never scolded me, never gone, you know, I've just learned. Like, come on, yeah. Tiffany, that's probably not the right thing. I think to say. it's like, for me personally, I was sort of, like, I'm unsure as well as to how much, um, harder it, it makes it for some people because like i know like i personally don't get triggered by it but some people can yeah but it might be the thing that stops someone from opening up or whatever yeah. like it's and it's kind of hard to then also try to just be on this moral high ground and try to lecture everyone and then <laughs> it's yeah, we're all yeah. human there's things slip yeah. out it's as long as you're I think I think of it. if you're someone struggling as much as you you do read social cues from people and go oh maybe that's I think it's like we're saying here okay just because someone says something it might raise a flag for you just because they're human they might say the wrong doesn't yeah. mean they're not will I'm you've learned no. I'm willing to learn I've said stupid things before yeah but exactly. I would just say to anyone who is talking to someone you think oh maybe this isn't the person that just give them a bit more. Maybe have a couple more red flags that you're like willing to give. There's a limit. And you get five red flags and then suddenly I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's why you've just got to seek the professional help. Yeah. And it's the at least still try to get it out, get it yeah. out of your head because otherwise, yeah, all of a sudden the world becomes a very insular and... Well, it, it's interesting because one of the questions I asked people was like, do you feel comfortable in seeking help from people around you? And the majority answer was no, which is 53% no, 47% yes. So obviously, yeah, people aren't feeling really comfortable going to their friends. I asked people whether or not they feel comfortable seeking help from people around them. And also like a separate question, whether or not they feel comfortable seeking professional help. And the the overwhelming answer was no. It was people don't feel comfortable going to people around them. And they don't feel comfortable getting professional help. I'm like, well, that's two worrying stats because what are you supposed to do? You're like, you know, you back in way back when is you feel alone. I think both ways can obviously help people, but I think it's important to remember that your friends aren't equipped. We can try, but we're not going to be, we can make you feel better, like that you're not alone. I think it's not to devalue friendships. You need them. I think they help and having people around you, helps but you're obviously a firm believer that uh, if this is you speaking to someone does make a big difference because it's also not their like it's not your friend's job yeah like they've (laughs) they've got their own life and everything to deal with Mm. like it's okay to offload some of it to be able to deal with it but not all of it it's not their responsibility because they've got to look after themselves too because obviously yes it, it, as much as your friends want to help and be part of it or even like your partner one of the questions i got from someone which was you know like they wanted us to have a chat about the effect of the partner of someone who is going through these mental health issues like it is hard seeing someone suffer like what do you think I don't know, what's your advice, suggestions on that? Like what it's for someone who is, you know, for example, when it was you, if it was your partner going through it with you, like what do you think is the way to go forward with them? It's like, it's, I think it's harder when it's a, when it's a partner, but it's the same principle still. It's like friends, you've got to, you've got to support, but you can't be the crutch. Mm. You can't be the thing. Cause then if you go away, then they're screwed. All that <laughs> goes with it. Yeah. Like they've got to be building that 
internally and yeah. from themselves. And it's where if it's a partner, you're probably going to offer a little bit more, have a little bit more space for them. But mm. at the same time, you still got to be working on you yourself. Can't, you can't you've be everything. Your own, yeah, yeah. You've got to have your own identities. Yeah. No, I, I think that's really important as well because, yeah, you're right. People always see this like, oh, someone's going to – and they will. Like a friend or a partner will make you happy and they'll almost make you think like it's solving it, but it, it, it isn't. It's just a sort of a blanket. You still need to go through those issues with yourself and generally speaking, if you can speak to someone professionally – work on yourself it doesn't mean that you know i i don't yeah. like this whole narrative of people saying it's like you can't love someone till you love yourself it doesn't fucking work like that sometimes sometimes you meet someone you're a friend or a partner or anyone who you want to have a connection with while you're not in the best space you still can work on with yourself while you have people around you Absolutely. it's just Absolutely. to not get confused in the sense that like just because i'm getting this from them no i don't i hate that narrative i think that's gross in it because if, if that was the case you wouldn't have spoken to people for freaking five years. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you would have been alone because you're, oh, no, I can't make connections yet because I'm not in the right headspace. I do not like that. No, you've just got to be your own. Like you've got to be. Be your own person. Yeah. And you've got to be, yeah, two people on, yeah. on your own journeys together. Yeah. One thing I wanted to check with you while we're on the discussion of like professional help. So you've had, obviously you had your, school counsellor and then you had your psychologist has that been the same person the whole time or did you have to yeah, move around so, a little bit like when I left school I couldn't see that school psychologist anymore which yep. I also didn't like because okay. I really connected with him yeah yeah it's the law is that it's actually a law yep. is it yep. shit I didn't realise that um, so yeah I couldn't see him but yep. I've been yeah I've stayed with that same psychologist because we had a good connection I was the hardest, the hardest thing with seeking help is just it's all about the connection. Yeah, well, they, that, they could be you could be someone who's amazing for one person and, and not for the next. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to ask it because was one of the questions I ask people as well, which is if you have sought out um, professional help, like did you find it helpful? Sixty-one uh, percent of people said yes. Thirty-nine uh, percent said no. But the people who said no said they just didn't click with yep. the psychologist, psychiatrist, and then from then it's very easy to have that one. Not even a like a bad experience, but just not the experience you were wanting and go, this isn't for me. Well, that's the thing. If you don't click, you don't feel safe. You're not going to be open. You're not going to be vulnerable. Which, which is fine. But I, I, I think it's important for people to know if you haven't clicked with one, try keep an open mind. Yeah. Like you, you it's, can't. It's purely the person, not, not the job and what they're trying to do. Yeah. I mean, it's been the same for me with like doctors. Sometimes I have doctors that I have clicked with and the ones I haven't doesn't mean yeah. I'm never going to see a doctor again. It's just like, okay, well, that's probably not the right doctor for me. And then you find someone you trust, it's like a hairdresser. Exactly. You're always going to have the same people. It's You're not going to be a perfect match straight away. Don't exactly. let one bad experience with a professional turn you off at all together. Yeah. I wanted to sort of stick on this because we're at the stage in the podcast where I want to talk about our, our current positions. And obviously Lee's position, I want to get into more because you're at a really good state now. But I think it's important to be honest with like myself and like where I'm at, especially when it comes to professional help me saying like you know i've never been diagnosed with something i've had my own issues we've had discussions about this quite often that i have my own struggle i'm dealing with at the moment I don't really want to tell it to the whole internet yet because it's quite yep. personal and i'm still dealing with it only a few people around me know but we've had discussions and i've gone like this is 
it's not it's not me having depression anxiety it's not so i can be put into a nice neat little box i've just got something that i can tell in myself that this is a problem i need to speak to someone professionally regarding this feelings i have within myself because i can tell this is going to be an issue for my life one day i've spoken to you about it i've spoken to damien about it and you guys have been fantastic at listening to me but you you said for me like you need to speak to someone about this because this is something that you're going to have to tackle and i agree okay okay i need to see someone i need to get professional help but what's interesting here i am talking a big game saying i've done so well i've become a good mental health ally yeah. I am a person who was very in touch with my feelings, but I'm still struggling to go and see a therapist. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. I don't see a stigma to it. I don't judge anyone who sees a therapist. I think it's fantastic. I just don't know why I'm still so hesitant. And I was trying to word it once to Lee. <sighs> Initially, it was I did, it was daunting not knowing the process. But then I had you tell me about like the mental health plans. And I was like, okay, that, that ticked that off. Okay, I can afford it. That's one thing there. And then I was still hesitant to do it. And I was, couldn't figure out why. And I think I tried to word it to you, which is, it's bonkers in my brain. But this is how my brain was thinking is that I have a good relationship with my GP. And I'm someone who like, I have like, health issues. I'm not chronically sick, but I have issues. I've had issues my whole life. And it's quite frustrating. I hate going to the doctors. And I know I have a really big freaking chart of things that haven't been right with me. And it weighs on me. I'm self-conscious about it because I'm like, oh, look, she's this problematic person with all of her things going on. I get a bit like nervous about it. But the one thing I've always sort of had going for me is that even if my physical body's shit, my mind's been okay. And I hate admitting to my doctor, which is she's a lovely woman. She's not going to judge me. It's a part of me. It's like a pride thing. I hate admitting to her. Sorry, my mind is also struggling as well. And that's what's stopping me. It's so stupid. And I will, I will do it and I will do it, but it's human. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people who are like me who have their own reasons to not get help. I'm not discrediting it. You need to do it in your own time, but I feel you. Like it's not, it's, it's even, it's not, it's not even a financial thing. It's not even like, I don't have people around me. It's just, you, you make up your own little hurdles. I've got my own. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it always comes back to like, if if it's either like a self-worth or, a bit of an ego thing. Like there's always <laughs> something like you can, yeah. you can at the, at the core of it. It's like, it's inside. It's like, but I also get like, I don't know if you've ever felt this way and I know people do it as well. Like I'm embarrassed. Like I'm embarrassed yep. to go to see a professional and tell them like this person who, and I know it's not, you know, everyone's problems are different. You know, this person who has probably spoken to people who've gone through Awful things, you know, abuse survivors, all these things going on. And I'm going to go in there with this tiny little Tiffany issue and I feel stupid. And I know it's not because I know any, just because this problem is little in the scheme of things, it's big for me. I know they're not going to judge me, but it's still, I still feel silly going to waste someone's time with my issue, but I do know I need help. So I know, and I know they're not going to judge me, but this is a human thought. People are feeling this way. And I think it's important for people to hear. If you are thinking like this as well, you're not alone. We all think like that. We're always discrediting our own suffering. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And it's like, we've all like, I, I know how much I struggled with shame, embarrassment, yeah. guilt. Yeah. Like that I've, you look at my life, I've got everything. Like why am I unhappy? Like I've, yeah. I haven't been through any trauma. I haven't, all yeah. this sort of stuff. We, in fact, I had. Yeah. But 
you just you belittle it. You you don't actually think you're worthy of yeah. seeking help, and you invalidate yeah. your own thoughts. Yeah, so <laughs> that's where I'm at at the moment. I'm in a very good state in life. Once again, I still I still haven't gone down anything. I've got my little degrees of social anxiety I have to deal with. I have my moments where I get sad chronically sad and I fucking cry all the time it's it's a pain in the ass but I'm I'm happy you know what I mean so I've got that I have to deal with at the moment that's where I'm currently at but I think it's more important for people to hear is obviously we've heard Lee's backstory where you're at at the moment because we've been friends for fucking feels like forever a long time you are currently like years of our friendship you were just going around in circles circle 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 Lee is a Freaking loves his circles. He gets he gets pr- progress and then straight back. And it's been yep. very interesting to watch it as someone on the outside because you can get like I've been frustrated with you before. I'm like you've you're doing the same thing, and I'm like, how does he not see it? But yep. then I realize it's not my job, and it doesn't come from a bad place. And it's the same when people sort of like try to give you the quick fix answers of like you know just look on the bright side. It doesn't come from a bad place. Yeah, it's just. The person on the outside just doesn't get it. I, I don't get like how you kept on going around. But it's you it needs to click in your brain. Doesn't matter if it clicks in mine, yep. it has to click in yours. And even if I can tell you fifty million times you can listen, it doesn't make a difference. You need to figure out like what you did with your your gratitude. You've got to figure out your own way of making it click in your brain. Doesn't matter if you have fifty thousand people tell you it's going in one ear and out the other. It needs to go in your brain. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's and it's not even that. It's like you're saying something, and like I'm aware of it too. I'm fully aware of it, and it's you don't think I've had that thought like, before. <laughs> ever like we all self sabotage, and it's just like, like it's not until it's one thing to be aware of what you're doing, but it's also the next thing is to be why yeah and it's when you sort of get to the actual why the, the actual cause of the thing that's when you can start to break the cycle but, but until, even, until you get to that point but even like, when you oh, get no, to- i'm doing it and it's like well yeah but I sh- but even when you get to the why that's only the tip of the iceberg you yep. get to the why and then you've got a whole other issues of figuring it out oh, i just yep. like it one thing was something someone someone something someone said to me which made me it made me laugh, which is when people say, like, just look on the bright side. It's like, like I haven't thought of that before. Yeah. You think that every thought you've had, I haven't thought of it? It's Just let it go. It's like, oh, I know. Shit, that's what I've been doing wrong. Shit, fucking hell. <laughs> so, yes, but yes, you have to think of the why. And then yeah. once you've figured out the why you're feeling this way, it's a whole other thing of trying yeah. to figure. And that's when, obviously, the professional help can Yep. guide you and it's sort of like having a it's how to get that internal change because mm. once like it's not until it sinks in yeah in you that it's like okay now mm-hmm. i like because you actually like when you your beliefs change on how you need to live yeah then you will change it <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay all right so i think you're at a stage now where you've i don't know you can correct me if i'm wrong where you've reached not a new high, but a different high that seems to be really working for you and making things better yeah. for you at the moment. So it's like I've I've been off medication now for almost two months. I know. Look at that's so exciting. Good job. I was thinking as well today, like I don't think we've actually been friends mm. before medication. No, no, I've only ever known medica I'm I'm coming to so terms with non medicated leave. You're you're in for a doozy because <laughs> oh, I feel like a completely new person. Oh my god. Um it's but- very it's very scary. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have to get used to this person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I, I guess I felt like I was, I felt like I was ready to come off it for a little while. Yeah. And by a little while, I mean like a couple of years. But you were always a firm believer. One of the first things you said to me is that you don't make this choice for yourself. You don't choose when I'm ready to be off medication. It's something you do with your doctor. Yeah. And with your psychologist and you do it together and it's not just an instant like, I feel good today, I'm off the medication. Yep. That was the first thing you told me and it stuck with my brain. Because the withdrawal effects are very real. What are they? Like it's it's Have you done it before? Like did you have you ever taken yourself off? So like when I came off it, it was it was for a month. I halved the dose. Like and mm-hmm. mind you, like fifty milligrams of sertraline, yeah. it's not much. It's not, yeah. Um, and so I was a month halving that. Yeah. And then, and then after that, it was nothing. Oh, and this, is, this is now, yeah. yeah. But it was probably not until a month after that. So it's only really been the last few weeks that I've yeah. really it's noticed, yeah, like yeah. felt that it hasn't been in my system. Yeah. Recap for everyone. How long was it on them? Or was it, it was five-ish years. Five years. Basically. Okay. So five years and now you're off them and you've been off them for two months. Yeah. Yeah, That's so like massive. It's I feel like I'm back to more myself. Yeah, but also like I'm feeling a lot more intensely. Yeah, feeling a lot deeper again. Yeah, highs are higher. Lows are lower. lows are a little bit lower, yeah. but because I'm, I've got the resources to handle the situations now. Yeah. And I've got the ability to be more mindful, not attaching emotions to thoughts, and that I can actually have, be like, sort of, yeah, have that little separation to see the situation yeah. for what it is, and not just be reacting impulsively. Yeah, because that was what—that's what the issue was—that I couldn't like when you've got that certain narrative in your head, everything's mm. just a reaction, and it's reaction, and you're just pushing all your past stuff into that situation. Yeah. Whereas where you can actually just detach it for a little bit, yeah, and and now I can do that without the medication. Whereas okay. that's what I needed. You needed it for the medication to be able to give me that little, little bit of clarity. To but, do now, that. but now you've sort of you've got this, and you're finding clarity in other things like yeah. you know being outside, uh, going to the beach, your new endeavors with people. You're surrounding yourself with more people who are think the same way you do. Your yeah. breath work, your meditation. You're finding that clarity and in other things now, yep. not the medication. Yeah. And it's also just, it's a lot of experience from everything I have been through over the years that mm. it does build up more and more resistance, but it's also more, um, there's little things that you learn along the way or mm. how you deal with a situation. You remember that for next time. So even it, it could be a six month period where you have actually got, one tiny little lesson out of it. Yeah. And then you still carry that forward. So then the next time you, you're in that situation, mm. you don't spiral for a month. You deal okay. with it there and then. Yeah. And So you've got more of the tools. Yeah. Um, do you think there'll be a time, hypothetically, where you could potentially see yourself having to go back on them? And will you be able to identify that yourself? Like, will you be like, shit, this isn't, I haven't got the clarity I need. I need to go back on. Do you think you're oh. able to notice that yourself? I'll be like I'll definitely have the the clarity too because I know I feel like I'm I'm very self aware. You are very self aware. And yeah. now like I've got such a broad like experience of mm-hmm. where I've been and what I can handle. Mm. I know 
what at what point I do need help and I'm not afraid to ask, ask for help. For yeah. And I think it's important, I think, for yourself as well and for people is that if something happens and, you know, if you do have to go back on them, it's not a loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every every time that you – if it has to go back that way, you don't have to see it as steps back essentially. Yeah. It's, it's just like, okay, well, this is – I'm learning from everything's a, a learning experience. Yeah. And, I feel like my, my attitude on medication has changed a lot as well. Yes. And largely due to like one book in particular, mm. Lost Connections yeah. by Johan Hari. Yes. Lee, I don't read books. And Lee told me to read I, this book. I try to force you to. But hey, I read this book and then Lily ate it. <laughs> she read it too, yeah. <laughs> she read it. She ate it all up. No, no, no. Uh, it was is important. And uh, you, you explained to me that this book it was uh, changed the way you think. And it, and it did for someone. We both read it with different backgrounds yeah change the way you think but yeah change the way i think as well which is from what i understand was the whole idea of it's, it's just the chemical imbalance you put some drugs into you you'll be yeah. fine it doesn't solve all the problems the 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 drugs helped but you can't just rely on them for you they helped you learn lessons that you needed to do you know otherwise but they weren't yeah. just a fix all it's also like the whole story of the chemical imbalance in the brain it's also a load of shit <laughs> Okay. All right. This is interesting because I like, want you to go, but I, I'm going to yeah. come from my outside opinion. I will get to it. Yeah. So it's like they kind of like it all sort of stemmed from um, some experience when I can't remember what what it was they were trying to treat, but they gave the medication that sort of boosted everyone's serotonin levels. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all of a sudden they were like almost manically joyful and gleeful. So mm-hmm. they sort of thought – they oh, fixed it, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. We're trying that with depression, yeah. and the results were negligible mm. at best, yeah. And almost to the point where it was like you couldn't tell if it was placebo or not, yeah. But the story kind of went along, and now we know it is. It's yeah, it's your chemical imbalance, your serotonin, all that. But it kind of like I feel like on my journey of, even though I had medication, I was addressing like the behaviour, the environment, the social settings, like all all the factors that are a part of life. Yeah, it's not just the chemical imbalance. No, it's not. It's and a it's lot like, of other things. And it's <laughs> like there definitely is a physical component. There is yeah. genetic. There, there are genes that are found that have give yeah. everyone a predisposition yeah. to having mental health issues, but yeah. it's got to have the right environment and the right yeah, settings exactly. to, to, grow in. to trigger it. I think that's why I got defensive is that like – is that – I think it plays a big part. I, I agree yep. with you in the sense yep. that I, I don't think it's everything because it's, it's not just you, you balance, your chemicals are off. That's yep. why you're feeling this way. It's shit and the whole book goes into it. it, it yep. That's why it's called Lost Connection. You're not connected to your people around you, your job, your life. There's things, yep. there's a reason you're feeling that way, but there might be a difference, something in our brain's makeup. The reason I don't get hit with it as much as you, we might got different freaking things firing. Who knows? Yep. That could play a difference. But I'm still a firm believer. I've watched, and I won't, I can't sort of say because I haven't got permission from this person to say yeah. who it is, but we've discussed this before, is that I have someone in my life who's had their own experience, like mental health problems, depression. And I I used to be completely not for drugs until we started talking to each other. But then it yeah. opened my mind. And I can see that this person in my life has fixed so much and has grown yep. so much and done the same discovery you have and become so far and address all these things. However, that's not enough. They need 
they need the drugs because yep. they, they were trying to use that as being enough, um, but they couldn't get out of the funk. They, and I think that's the thing of depression where you're just like, I cannot, even though I've got all the tools that I need to know, like they already knew the whys. They were yep. in the process of fixing the whys, but they needed to change that imbalance in order, like with you, the clarity. Yep, exactly. It was needed, needed. And I, yep. I, as a person who was like, no, because I was like you, I was scared of addiction and I, I care about this person a yep. lot. And I was like, no, don't do it. I'm like, oh, you're going to be drugged up forever. I saw it firsthand of having all the tools, but then <laughs> not being able to use them because yep. they just, their, their brain was just like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've got everything you need. I'm not fucking letting you do it because you're sad. And yeah. then I've watched, I can see the, the chemical imbalance is, is a legitimate thing. It might not be for everyone, but fuck, you could have everything in line. But if that imbalance is off and you cannot fix it, and you're not be able like to get anywhere sometimes. Psychosis is a real thing. Yeah. Bipolar disorder, yeah. manic depression, like all, all these mood disorders, they're all real things. Yeah. And to be able to, even just yeah, get back to reality. Yeah, there are some people who you need medication. You to need function. it, yeah, because but otherwise you're not going to be able to. Do yeah. It, yeah, you've just got to make sure that you keep addressing all the factors. Factors to it. in there. Yeah. yeah, so that's interesting. So yeah, they they definitely play their part. The imbalance plays yeah. a thing, but it, you're you're stressing the imbalance isn't everything. Yeah, the imbalance is just scratching the surface. Yeah. is is you've got a lot of self reflecting and looking. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's like. It's just like nausea is a symptom of mm. gastro or anything like depression, anxiety. They're symptoms of yeah something not quite being right in yeah. So in your how way, you're living. The way your body tells you, like I'm, I'm finding often infection, yeah, depression, anxiety, all yeah. these things that can be your body going <laughs> something's not right. I'm trying to tell you this needs to be fixed, and there's a lot of it is coming from social factors around you because our fucking yeah. lives, everything is just weighs on you yeah absolutely yeah but yeah i guess with the medication as well i've i've sort of been feeling ready to come off it for yeah probably yeah a year or two yeah um but it's been a mixture of like yeah having the resources having more support and having people like you that i've got the safe space there no he's nice to me I've got, to, on, I've got it recorded i had to put it on record okay good <laughs> um, but now it's like the real catalyst for change was so was it september last year end of one of the lockdowns mm -hmm. um i found out about this group feel good dips mm -hmm. it's just in like elwood and middle park beach twice a week early morning dip sometimes breath work when he says dip like what lee does he wakes up really early and he goes for a swim at the beach yeah. so i have to just clar clarify so for all of us People Some, who stay in bed. <laughs> sometimes at sunrise, sometimes four, but yeah. you know. The amount of messages I get from you at, at obscene times in the morning yeah. and he's at the beach and I'm like, this guy. And initially I've got to admit, like I'm learning to be a more of an open-minded friend. I was like, what the hell is this kid doing? I'm like, he is waking up and he's just going to start whinging that he's tired, but it has been such yeah. a change for you and it's made you, it's it's been, yeah, you're right. It's been something that's just completely worked. So continue on because it's definitely, it's it's been something amazing for you. Yeah, uh, it's like, so cold therapy is something that gets talked about a lot and mm. I had never really done it. 
Yeah. Because it, it is that the, is that like, the principle of like being that cold that you can't focus on anything else? Yeah. So it's it's also there are a lot of physical effects. Like it targets yeah. the vagus nerve, and then that. If Come to, on, like, go not, on. Lee not going to go into it. Yes, you do. Um, this, this our entire friendship is Lee says things, and I have to ask what it is, and then he has to flaunt how smart. Basically, he is. it just it's it what is it, it downregulates the um, sympathetic nervous system. Okay. So basically, like tries to teach you, like puts you under stress, so then teaches you to get out of the fight or flight mode. So okay, so it make this. you comfortable in in that. Yeah. In, in, so when your body wants to do flight. Or fight, it's making you comfortable in that really Yeah, because it puts you in the stress, but then you learn to Stay in it. breathe through it, get in it, and then get out of it okay, as well. It. And it's like the stress is over. And so it's... It's, it's different from why like athletes take ice baths. That's like your muscles and stuff, yeah. It's... Yeah, there, there's different effects depending on what you're trying to achieve, but it also kind of does... Same thing. It all. Lee is a professional athlete. I just thought I'd have to... Acknowledge it. <laughs> I'm sure Damien will try and <laughs> claim that, but... <laughs> He's not. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to listen to this. It's a very fun discussion in our, in our life. Just, just thought I'd bury Lee, that just far Lee, enough Lee, in just to see if he listens. Lee is an actual professional athlete, and Damien likes to say that he is an athlete, and I'm like, you're not. <laughs> Damien is very talented at many things, uh, but unfortunately, you've got the yeah. – it's ridiculous. I mean, you play golf. It doesn't really count. Yeah, I've got paychecks that prove it, so <laughs> – the funniest thing I think I said to Darren while talking about doing this episode, yeah. it's like I find it really ironic that Lee is this mental health expert and he, he knows all this shit when he arguably plays the sport that is the worst on your mental health. Maybe this is yeah. why you have problems. It's all golf. Look, maybe. <laughs> Definitely was mostly there for a while, but... There's your lesson in this episode. Do not play golf if yeah. you've got problems in your brain. Lee hasn't learned that lesson. Yeah. Or, or just... Just steer into the skid. <laughs> just full. If you're going to have a problem, you might as well be a professional at just, it. Just own it. <laughs> Go on, sorry. Um, but yeah, like doing these dips like only came along because it was quite a small group then when it first started. Yeah. And, but at least knew two other people there. Yeah. So I thought I'd go give it a try. And yeah, like when I first, so obviously September, start of spring, but the water was still very cold in the mm. bay. And you get in there and it's just, it's so cold that you can't think about anything else. Yeah. Your body's like almost like tingling and warm. Yeah. Because it's just trying to cope with it. And then after a few minutes, you realize you haven't thought about anything else. Yeah. Except being fully present in that moment. And then like, because after all, two, after two, three minutes, your body does adapt and it feels Mm -hmm. kind of comfortable. Yeah. And then you realise like, oh, I've like my mind actually just switched off for a little like it was it was fine. I was able to quieten it. Yeah. But I think the switching off your brain, I want to get back to your 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 mm. dips because it's important for you, but I I because a lot of the things other people said with what helps them, especially their mental health, is this whole switching off your brain thing, is a lot of people get that from exercise. And yep. I mean I know exercise come with, you know, releasing endorphins and things like yeah. that. But it's also those things that when you're in not pain, but you've got something so at the front of your mind that you can't think of anything else, yeah. there is some sort of like therapy. And I remember when I used to do it from like performing, yeah. that's what we always like we're told is if something hurts, focus on it. Like yeah, it's, it, don't, it's don't try not... to ignore it. Don't ignore the pain. Focus on the pain. All of a sudden, the more you focus on it, the more you become one with it. And then the more you're like, this is fine. 
Yeah. That, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's not switching off the brain. It's just having that singular focus. Yeah. And it, it's actually, it has its therapeutic moment, especially because I don't know if you, I think you're similar to me and I don't know if it's a, lo- a common thing with someone who's, you know, deal with mental health is that something I have to struggle with is having 50 million things going on in my brain. The idea, mm-hmm. I don't give, give a shit if it's pain or uncomfortable. The idea of just focusing on one thing is a relief for me. I, I don't. I will focus on it, so I can see the upside of it. I think that could be quite well, nice for me. That was always something hard, and that's something I resisted with, like meditation, mindfulness, all that you sort of switch stuff. Off. No, mind is always bouncing around from different things. Yet this was finally something that, like, but it's the same principles. It's just you yeah, sitting with your legs crossed. It. it didn't work. It's just this yeah. works. Yeah, no, I think that's important. I find the most relaxed I am is in halfway through doing Pilates when my brain is like focused on one thing while I'm doing an exercise. I'm like, this is really therapeutic. I'm not just sitting there comfortably. My body is being stretched and my muscles are burning, but I'm just focusing on one thing. I kind of zone off and I'm like, this is meditation. It's just my form of meditation. It's not, you know, me sitting on a yoga mat. It's me halfway through an abnormal stretch and suddenly I can focus on one thing. For me, that's meditation. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so but, you've you you found this yeah. habit that you do that you done well, twice a week twice a week and it's just changed everything. And that was also the thing, it's just creating like just actually having a healthy habit. It was like just through the pandemic I was doing <laughs> so much work and less it golf you, and get you out of bed. You are the most person I've witnessed who doesn't get any satisfaction from sleeping in. You oversleep because yep. you're overworked and overtired. Then you punish yourself because you've slept in and yep. it's a whole vicious cycle. But now this is getting yep. you out of bed early. It's making you do your day early. And you, yep. this has been such a good change for you. You've got so much yep. time, but now he's an old person who goes to bed at nine o'clock. Well, I, I, I think I've done that before and I used to the- enjoy, that no i've always been a morning person i'm always productive it gets very annoying in our friendship because i'm a night person i want to have chats at 11 o'clock at night after i've had a bottle of wine but now lee's asleep yeah things you you have to do with drink earlier that's all (laughs) (laughs) for you that means we'll get through a second bottle (laughs) (laughs) okay go on sorry i'm just i'm being a selfish friend at the moment i have to change my life to suit you but i'm glad you're happy yeah but yeah, so I guess I just I figured out like when I was most productive during the day and that as well, and started to Morning, choose hey. to spend more time alert during that, mm. and then also not sort of having my life dictated around the things I wanted to do, mm. and more golf and more more social things for the, the people that I wanted to yeah. spend time with, yeah, and then re- like being willing to say no to other people when. It was, I knew it was too much. Yeah. When I knew I needed to just chill out. You've always had fairly good boundaries though. I've never witnessed you not have boundaries. Uh, well, even like what, last week, I definitely didn't honour my own boundaries enough. With what? No, just with other, like I was holding a lot of space for other people and it got to a point where I realised like I haven't spent any time on myself. That's you always. And See? See what I mean? See, see what I mean about me having the... I know all of Lee's problems before he knows them himself. It's very fun. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. but no. It's, no it's, but it, but it's it's clicked in your brain. And if this, if this has been one of those things that helped it clicked in your brain, then that's important. Yeah. Okay. And now it's actually willing to... No, I'm deserving of my own time. Let's make sure I do it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not... I'm, I'm, I find it very interesting because, I, like I said, I've only really came in... 
while you've been on meds and while you've been self-aware. I didn't, yeah. we weren't a part of each other's lives when you were going through your lowest point. So I've only seen this bit of you. So it's very interesting, you know, as an outsider watching the new transition, but it's very nice to see that like for people, I think it's, it's there is ways out of it and it wasn't easy yeah. and it wasn't. No. So don't be discouraged when something doesn't work and you, like I said, I've watched Lee go around in circles I've gone around in circles. It's amazing that just this random thing could hit. You've done things and done different things. And I, I, when you told me you were starting to do these dips, I kind of, not that I didn't take it seriously. I was like, oh, okay. This is another one of Lee's things that he does. Yeah. I was like, cool. I honestly just thought that you would end up whinging the fact that you're waking up early, which yeah. you still do. Just because I know you love that so much. Oh, God. I was like, this is going to be one of those things. But then all of a sudden... It was just a thing that his, it hit. It's one of those things that you were talking about before with things that just happen to click. And yep. this is one of those things that clicked. And there were many things you've done before that didn't click. Many things yep. I've done before that didn't click. I think it's just keep on trying. And yep. you never know, tomorrow could be the day that you find something that makes such a difference to you. This might click and work for you always. It might only work for you for a small period of time. And but also, you'll, you'll get something from and it. And it's like, I could have done this two, three years ago. Yeah. And I wouldn't have had the same effect. Because like you weren't in the all, right spot. Yeah. All the work I've done up till now has still taken some effect. Everything's just fallen into line. Yeah. And it might be for someone, it might be, that might happen tomorrow. It might happen in a month. It might happen yeah. in a couple of years. But everything, everything, every shit bit thing you've gone through has, it, it, as much as it's crap, it it's not for no reason. Like yeah. you've become... A, a new person because of this and you've learned so much and you've taught me you've done things the shit times count for something yeah i mean i know they they suck that's exactly right though yeah. it's like that's going back to what i was saying about rock bottom like yeah that's literally like gives me the confidence that i'm going to be okay now because yeah. i know i've survived you can handle anything the moment when i couldn't see anything going yeah. forward yeah well, no, I think it's important. And like, we can talk about this all day. We've got a lot of questions people want to ask. And this will be something that we are going to discuss more and more of. Um, but we think we'll leave this episode here for the moment because I think you've got an introduction of where I'm at, where Lee's at, and any questions uh, you want answered by someone who's gone through an experience himself from someone with an outside point of view, we're happy to answer. And I think it's important. But we just want to give you give us an honest reflection. And I think our relationship has always been, it's been a growing experience to similar people learning from each other. And I think it can help, you know, and if, if you're someone like me, there's so much more learning to do. Don't be discouraged by it. You'll learn more every day. If you make mistakes, don't stress. If you're someone like Lee, you can see that there's your whole, you've got to deal with, this whole pressure that's put on you that you've got to change the stigma around you, but it's happening. People are willing to do it. We've already come such a long way. There's still a long way to go, but people are much more open and willing to talk. Yeah. And, and I you th- never know what the next little ripple effect is going to be. Just yeah. Every tiny little thing you do, it does something. Lee met me and then all of a sudden I am the best person in the world and I can now use my- <laughs> Wait, when, when did I go on the medication? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> would you have thought that all of a sudden when we were fucking talking bullshit, 
like how much you telling me your story would change like my my whole perspective on things. You know what I mean? Like you would never thought I am a decent freaking ripple, okay? I have become so much better from purely what you've told me. Like you get all credit for my growth in this subject. That's why I wanted you to co-host today. I am a massive successful ripple, okay? And it's led to the point that we can talk about this and learn from it and we'll continue to learn about it forever. But there's there's so much good to be done and that's why I just I think it was important to chat about our journey and then keep on talking about it because this will, will never be done. It's just no, from here. It's, it's everyone just got more healing and growing through every single <laughs> every day. Every single day. There's, there's no such thing as no rest. You just got to keep on growing from experiences, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You're at, you're at a good stage now. And I think a lot of people will, will get to that stage at some point if they're not already there. And yeah, I think it's absolutely. important. Now I've, I've discussed quickly the hope manifesto, but I think it's important to hear from, from Lee because <laughs> it's your page and I don't want to be talking on behalf of you. So what, what's that page for you, Lee? Yeah. So like the, uh, the hope manifesto, I can't even remember when I started it. It was two, two like it was, three years ago. I don't, don't think it's been that long, No, but it, it's, it's kind of become the, almost more of a relief therapy for me mm. that might just happen to help other people as well. Yeah. It was uh, like I've always been very into journaling, writing. Yeah. You've had your and blog and things like that. Yeah, I like tried writing a blog for more golf and integrating a little bit into mental health but then felt like I needed to do something more mental health specific Yeah. Um, and have somewhere to, yeah, to, to place those sort of little musings and whatnot. You all live your little discoveries yep. and things like that. Yeah. And I kind of I got the name just through like hope. Like, as I said before, when it's like trying to get through rock bottom, mm. that was like hope was the only word that I could sort of think of. It's like, because okay. I couldn't logically see a way out, I couldn't reason yeah, anything hope, getting better. Hope was your thing it was just some thing. sort of hope that it would. Yeah. get better yeah and it was like that for me now is such a powerful like message and thought that as long as there's a little bit of hope yeah. in whatever it is there's going to be it's going to be okay mm. or we're going to keep trying to work it until it will be okay mm. and it's yeah it's actually grown more than what i thought it would no of course um and it's uh it's excellent i don't i'm very brutally honest with you you know yep. this and i i'm a big big fan of it. i think you've done you you have a really amazing way of articulating things and sharing things and i think that page is a good medium for you to, to put your thoughts out there and yep. put your recommendations and your suggestions and your connections out there and you share some really important you know things that and good questions for people to consider. I think it's a really good platform for you to use to help share some of your experiences and lessons. And it's also just so th- cathartic for me, just doing that writing and artic- articulating things in a way where I've got time to, to actually think about it and say it right. Because that was always one of the hardest things. Mm. One of the biggest blocks for me reaching out mm. was making sure that I said it Mm. exactly how i meant it yeah. so that i couldn't get misunderstood yeah because that was always such a big fr- frustration when thing when i got misunderstood or mm. whatever it, it was another roadblock that i had to get over whereas yeah. if i can have that time to articulate it properly and do it yeah and that's how it, like all, all the writing and that sort of came about that yeah. kind of just became the medium that i was able to express myself yeah 
and now I'm just I'm happy that I've got the confidence to put it out there. Yeah. Even if nobody likes it, it's it's just like no. if if one person gets something from mm. it. No, no, it's 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 you're sharing, you know, this really deep part of yourself, and you're making it so open to the world to try and help people. And I, I really respect it. So I think it's a, a fantastic thing you're doing. So, but yeah, if this is something that's interesting uh, for you, and it's something that you can relate to yourself, you want to learn more. I do. I don't plug lightly, but I do strongly suggest having a look at Lee's Instagram page, the Hope Manifesto. I think it's a good starting point to sort of see a lot of these thoughts and things like that and of course lee will in that page he puts a lot of links to things that are working for him we can go into it more but i think that's just knowing those places you're a big fan of having your connections especially you and you use instagram a lot to be something as like your little jumping off points to finding these new groups I, i think it's important to share because what worked for you might work for some others as well so i'm, I'm more than happy to to continue yeah. on the the message and that's what yeah social media has been one of the worst and best things for our generation yeah and this is like it's how i got connected to Everything. a lot of the people yeah so instagram has been a big part of your yeah yeah just by yeah having just finding the right people to connect to all of a sudden you never know where it's going to lead you yeah so exactly so that might be the same for you as well so if that, that's something that you're interested in definitely have a look um and yeah we'll definitely go into a bit more but other than that thank you for joining us today it was a bit of a longer episode but this is an important topic so we want to do it justice and um sort of give you our our honest inside opinions and and i think just to finish off i wonder thank you for holding the space for me to talk about my journey and our journey as well and that's just one of the things i've never like didn't quite realize just how important it is to talk about what you're going through and mm. even if it affects one yeah. life yeah. it's all worth it so yeah. thank you for giving me this opportunity i will give you the platform from from my platform <laughs> see my tiktok fame does you wonders huh <sighs> maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> no i'm happy to you're 100 right if uh if one person walks away from this with gaining anything we've done something incredible so I I hope that's the case. If not, we'll keep on trying because that's all we can do. Exactly. Might as well. All right. Well, other than that, thank you for listening and we will definitely see you soon. Lee's not getting out of this easily now. He's one of my uh, scheduled co-hosts, so we'll definitely be back for more. You've got no choice, Lee. I'll just save up the voice for next time. Get the next bottle of wine organized. We'll be ready. We've gone through this one pretty quickly. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.